Listen, it's a great testament to the how consistent the players were and how well they've done and, and performed and obviously for for the staff here at the club I, I'm obviously the figurehead for the uh, for the team but there's a lot of great work goes on in behind that. So um, yeah, it's a congratulations to, to everyone. Domestically it was a, a perfect spell between the two international breaks there. Mm. How confident are you you can kick on from here and, and what what is the aim for these next five, six games before the November international break? We've got seven. We've got seven games in 21 days, so there's a lot of work that's going into that. But it's a really exciting run of games. Um, so, um, And we don't assume just coming off the back of doing really well that uh, it will just continue. It's, it's hard work. It's a relentless mentality every single day and, and then take that intensity into the game. So uh, that's our aim for the weekend starting. In terms of injuries, longer term ones, how is everyone looking? Navrotsky, uh, Maida pulled out the Japan squad. Is he available this weekend? Yeah, yeah, Dyson's okay. He uh, he just had a slight knock after the Kilmarnock game. So, um, and with it being friendlies, I think the communication between our medical team and their medical team meant that he didn't have to travel. So, we he was able to to have some treatment for a few days. But he's been training now over a week, so he's absolutely fine. Uh, Mike, as you say, he's back in now. This is him. Uh, 10 days or so into his training so um, getting sharper every day and, and finding his football fitness so, um, so that's really good news for us Is he one of you in the squad at the weekend? We'll have a look at that we would still have to finalise what the squad will look like but most important thing is he's back training and, uh, and available And just in terms of everyone else Stephen Welsh, Lila Bad are they still out at the moment? Yeah, Stephen's probably another two weeks away from training with the team he's out on the field Working with the rehabilitation teams, but and doing very very well. Uh, Leal Abada is uh, yeah still a little bit of time away. December he was earmarked to come back, so uh, so he's still uh, on course for that. Just finally for me, big game at the weekend. Mm. What are you expecting over there? It's always a tough game. Always a always a tough game, but everyone is tough, and we've had that early part of the season. We've been to. Uh, some really tough places and, and got some really good results. So um, so we know we have to, to work hard. We have to play with our quality. And, uh, and like I said, we, we don't assume that we, we can just turn up and, and win. We'll have to work very hard, play with the quality and speed that we can do. And, and uh, like I said, hopefully get the result. Probably rather that you'd have been used to going to and having the whole mm. stand for the Celtic supporters. Does it change the dynamic for you when you're going there and it's going to be a small pocket you, is the experience that I have looks maybe help with that yeah listen I think you of course I think any team playing they go away it's always nice to have uh, you know a fairly large group of your supporters there to give you that backing but if they're not there then we, we can't use that as an excuse we uh, we've shown already with no supporters that we can get big results so um, so yeah we'll uh, we'll be very much together and the the, the five Hundred odd supporters up there. Well, hopefully we can give them a, a really good day when they're there. The, the allocation seems to have started a bit of a debate about, you know, we allocations in general, you know, throughout the league, and possibly talk of a, maybe bringing in a, a rule that gives you 
minimum percentage. Do you think that may be a good idea just to, to help the atmosphere, to help Scottish football sell itself, given that you know, the rivalry is a big factor? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Listen, it's every club's got every right to to issue at this moment in time what it is the uh, they want to give to away supporters. So, uh, but until something is standardised, uh, then uh, Hearts are, are more than willing to do that. Of course, as a Celtic manager, and I I love to see uh, more supporters in there. Of course, to, because they come from all all over the place to follow their team. So. Um, but hopefully we can standardise a certain percentage for, for away supporters and that allows uh, uh, all the supporters of all the teams to be able to go and watch their, uh, watch their teams. And I think the idea around some of the grounds that in, in my first time here and, and, and even now when I watch that aren't full, the idea is of course that uh, to, to have, that there's more away allocation that allows the, the ground to be filled and, and obviously give money and resources to the to the away team then of course you would like to be able to do that but um, but I also understand it from a football perspective why maybe you wouldn't want so many away supporters in so uh, but hopefully the the federation can standardize uh, a number and then uh, and then we all know where we stand I just asked about Leal Abada mm. there's been a lot of <clears throat> talk from him maybe he's a bit of pressure on him maybe as well from some pundits and back in Israel about what he should do in response to the banner that was that was up at the last game. Have you had to kind of chat to him to make sure he's alright about that? Is that a kind of difficult situation for him? Yeah, I think I went for a meal with Leal last week and just to see what he was thinking and where he was at. And he's he's fine. Naturally he's he's saddened, like us all really, by what is happening. It's it's a really divisive subject. Uh, in terms of what is happening, but um, but in terms of him, he knows he has the support of every true Celtic supporter, every person here at the club. We're all backing him and, and here with him. So, um, and like I said, he, like I'm sure those people that are very very close to it, it's 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 hard for a for a father to to watch and you see some of the images of what's going on. But if you're so close to it and, and from from his country, then um, and of course, it's, it's even harder. So, uh, but he's he's okay. He's just concentrating on getting himself fit, and uh, and that's all he's concerned with. He's, he's still a very young man as well. Is that difficult for a situation to deal with when he's twenty-one, twenty? Well, that's that's the whole idea of, of taking him out and having a bit of tea, just to think where he was at. He is. You forget that these guys aren't you know they're football players, but they're they're young men. He's twenty-one years of age and a. In a foreign country, he's come over, learnt the language. He's done great for for Celtic, and uh, and we're here for him to support him and help him. And then I think Sunday marks a quarter of the way into the domestic season against Hearts. How do you assess the season domestically so far? Uh, domestically, it's in terms of results. It's it, it's been fairly good. You know, seven out of eight. The St. Johnson game at home, we should win. Um, performance is gradually getting better as we go through the season and, and work more together. Only blemish obviously being the uh, being the cup game, which I was bitterly disappointed with, but with that comes learning and, and progress hopefully. So uh so yeah. And and throughout everything that's sort of thrown at us at the beginning of the season and injuries and everything else, the the players have really come through it really, really well. So um so yeah, we're, we're sat in a good place Early on, but it is—it's really early. There's 
There's a lot of work to do. And one of those players that's come through really well is Liam Scales, who's mm. a national debut. How pleased are you for him? Yeah, delighted. It's a great story. You know, maybe six, seven weeks ago, wondering if he was going to be here. And as he sort of sits in here today, he's, champion, he's played in the Champions League and he's a full international. And, uh, and I know he's very determined to, to keep it going. So, uh, But that's how football can work. You know, it's such a an up and down career. You think you're in a one place one moment and then the next uh, you get an opportunity. And uh, of course you have to take it. And he's taken it with both hands. So I'm really pleased for him. Uh, he knows he's got to continue working hard, learning and developing. But he's, he's a clever guy. He knows that uh, he's, uh, he's done well. And uh, in order now to stay in the team and keep working, he... Um, he needs to keep improving. And can he be an example that if you come into this team, perform well, you can keep that jersey and regardless of players come back from injury, you can make that position yours? Can do, but it's it, modern football has changed in terms of, like I said, we play seven games in 21 days. I can tell you now it won't be the same team in all the games. So, But I think what you can do is you can give yourself a great opportunity to play as often as you can. You know. Steve Clark is taking Scotland out to two successive mm. bureaus, a man you've known for a long time. Yeah. How filled you for him and what he's done? Yeah, I was delighted. I, I sent him a message when, when it happened. and I'm really pleased for Steve and, and his staff and, of course, the, the players um, and the nation. It's, it's absolutely brilliant for Scotland. Um, they get a real uh, group of players that are really talented. And uh, when I see them play, they play like a club side. Steve's done brilliant and pulled them all together. Uh, and you now have that connection between the team and the supporters and everyone. So, uh, so it's really upbeat for for the country and and delighted for them. So um, they got a couple of games to go and they want to finish strong and finish well. Uh, but really, really pleased for him. He, he looks really happy to be leaving his country, Steve. And uh, yeah, delighted for him. And last one, have you noticed Callum and Greg come back with a bit of spring in their step after qualification? Yeah, yeah. Spoke to him this morning. So. Uh, so yeah, really pleased. Greg gets a run out. Callum gets a rest, which which was ideal. So um, so yeah, the uh, it's very positive for the team and the country. You spoke about Liam Scales earlier. Really, mm. got a Denmark call up, and he's just one player month as well. How was Yeah, yeah, very pleased. He's uh, working with him closely now. I can see the real qualities they have, and I can see the confidence he's playing with. And um, yeah, I think he was very deserving of his call up. So hopefully, in the coming years, he can go on and and make his international debut. But whilst performing well here for Celtic, so uh, yeah, he's had a great start to this season, Matt, and uh, I know he's very determined to consistently keep it going. Another player on the fringes is Mikey Johnston. He scored for Ireland in mm -hmm. the international break. He said you sent him a text. Mm -hmm. What's his future looking like at club? Yeah, for me, the biggest thing with Mikey was, was just about being fit. You know, at the end of the window, there was maybe a scramble about thinking about going out and loan, but he, he was coming off a, a really nasty back problem where he hadn't trained. So for me, between the end of the window and January, he had to prove that he could, one, stay fit, stay robust, and um, and build up his football fitness. And, and then we'll see if we could get some game time because he's a talented player. So thankfully, he's been able to do that. He's gone away with the international team, got some minutes, which is great. 
and we'll see between now and, and, and January if he gets that game time. So, uh, But he gets the chance to prove it every day in training. He looks strong and uh, yeah, I'm hopeful that uh, he may get some game time. Another player in the fringes is UK Kobayashi. Is he fit and if so, he's someone you're looking to <coughs> give more game time to or maybe send out on him so Yeah, I've only got 11 players. The, the, the squad is too big. That, that's the reality of it, so I can't um, fit in all the all the players even into a matchday squad. So, um, but he's certainly someone that's really professional. I think, in fairness to Yuki, he was he was he would have went out on loan uh, before the uh, end of the window when they just got injured, just before he went out. So, uh, but he's training very well. It's not that he's doing anything wrong. His attitude's been fantastic, working hard. Um, but we. Uh, we only have a, a limited number of centre-halves that we can play. Definitely. Uh, and just on Louis Palma as well, he's seemed to bounce back from that disallowed goal against Lazio. He scored against Kilmarnock. Done pretty well with Honduras and international duty. Mm. Someone that's continuing to come to the fore, how pleased you with him? Yeah, very pleased. I never expect too much when players first come in. Um, if they can come in and settle in straight away, then brilliant. But coming into this intensity and, and this level is, is can be a challenge. But... Uh, but yeah, you can see as he's coming off the bench or starting in games, he's starting to settle in well. And uh, yeah, he scored a really good goal. He made two great passes in the game that could have set up goals. So he's a really gifted technical player and uh, I expect his physicality to get better and better as he adapts to the uh, the intensity of the, the British game. Just on Tynecastle, you know it's going to be a tough game, but you've got some fond memories there. It was your mm. first ever league win with Celtic mm-hmm. at Tynecastle and then obviously you won the league. That season went 5-0 there, so you're just looking forward to getting back there into that environment? Aye, no, it's, it's brilliant. Listen, the, they're all tough games up here. There's there's never an easy game. You have to earn the right, and, and that'll be the same at the weekend. But we're entering into a, a run of games now, which is really exciting. And, uh, and Tynecastle's the first of those. So we'll prepare for a tough game, and uh, but we'll look to, to, to work how we have been and and look to play with our intensity and, and our work rate and hopefully then our quality can come through. Ben, I was just going to ask about um, Marco Tello quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I've not seen him um, yet this season, obviously. Had an injury before they came and you know, just about getting back fit. And how is he doing? You know, how is he working? Yeah, it's just time. I, I think he, he will admit it himself. It's been a really, really hard transition for him. Just the intensity of the game is totally different to what he's been used to. So... It's been a challenge for him in training. Like you say, it's always difficult. You're a new player coming into your club and then you end up being injured for virtually all of pre-season and, and into September. So he's starting to find his feet now in the last three to four weeks. Um, it's going to take him more time. Um, so, um, But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not in any big rush for, for Marco. I think that it'll he'll bring himself to the, the, the team as, as quickly as he... Uh, he can produce in training and over his time here, but he's he's adapting. But uh, it's, it's taken a wee bit longer for him, just purely because of the intensity of the games. It's, it's totally different to where he's come from. You mentioned um, yesterday that you were you know away over the international break. Um, what goes on when you're obviously when you're not here? What goes on that you have to deal with when you're away that can maybe you know as you're supposed to time off gets affected. Just repeat that. So I'll rebut it. Aye. So what when you're not here, uh-huh. what can go on that can lead to you having to deal with stuff 
when you're away from you? Well, when I'm when I'm not here, it's uh, it's an opportunity for other coaches to lead, and we obviously have a smaller group of of players here. Uh, obviously, I'll still have a handle all on things when I'm away. I think one of the big things for a manager is you, you need to have resilience in this game. In order to have resilience, you need to manage that, and sometimes that's coming away from the the pressure and the stress of it all, and have a clear head to think. And, uh, and I've always found that very, very important as a manager. Um, and then for the, like I said, there's only there's a small group of players that are here. They get the chance to, to train. And then obviously I then come back in and uh, and pick it up from there. So um, sometimes it's also just to, it's like when the, the school teacher wasn't there at class. Sometimes it was great, wasn't it? When he wasn't there, you could relax a wee bit. And then when he came back in, you were... Maybe got it again. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, lastly, um, you know, obviously when you're um, stepping away and you said you spoke about it's maybe getting a clear head, um, is the mental factor um, a big part for you in terms of you know, success? It's massive. It's massive. Are you, I think what you learn with experience, and especially if you ever have tough moments, it'll be a challenging start for us, but what... What going away and, and being able to reflect allows you to uh, to tap back into your knowledge again, uh, to have patience and composure and, and poise is very important as as a manager. You know, there's there's times of course you need to be harsh, but there's um, it's also important to to have that composure and being able to go away and have that period to think for a few days is. I think it's very, very important to take yourself out of the uh, of the, the stress of it all. The stress never really disappears, it's just at different levels. Um, so when you go away, you're still thinking about it, but you can think clearer. And uh, and that's always something that I think is very important for for any leadership role. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, there's so much to contend with now uh, as a manager, psychologically, but... Um, it's still the best job in the world. Okay, thanks, okay. Thank you. okay. Cheers. cheers, guys. Thank you. <laughs>